What's up, everybody, and good evening, and welcome to the Muslim Talk Podcast. I am your host, Nakia Monet, and we have a very special guest with us tonight. Hey, friend. Hi, friend. We got Arthur Hello, everybody. J- we got Arthur J. McLaurin with us tonight, and we're doing something a little different, because nine times out of ten, y'all see me and friend, we cutting up, but tonight we're really going to talk about his book. The master we said. Boom. Boom and bam. Okay. Boom and bam. Okay. We literally are going to we're gonna talk about the master reset. This is technically like a part two to um our conversation about the master reset because I interviewed him when was it back in November at your book signing? Was it no yeah, it was November. November 9th, yes. Yep. Um, for his book signing and um, it was an awesome book signing. It was amazing. And that was when I first actually met him. We had spoke briefly on the phone, very briefly. And um, after that, I was really speaking with, um, I believe it was your stepmother that was, you know, helping organize the whole, um, the book signing and everything like that. And so it wasn't Mm -hmm. until I actually got to the book signing that I actually got to really meet him and see him in person. And I was like, oh, I love him. (laughs) <laughs> and then boom, we just took off. That's it. That is it. And that was when um, you told me, you said, you know, I never met a stranger that I didn't know. And I, I thought that you did not lie because I really thought that that was like so important because a lot of the times people treat people like as if they just strangers, like, oh, okay. And you're a very right. welcome, yeah. And you're a very welcoming person until somebody gives you that umph energy, and you're like, oh, okay. 
You're going to keep your little stink energy over there. And I'm going to keep my good, positive energy over here. Yes. That is how friends, <laughs> if anybody, if you haven't noticed it, that's how he is. Point blank, period. He feeds off a of good energy. And, um, and I like that about him. And he and I have such great energy together that it just is explosive. And it's genuine. Come on, friend. You are genuine. Genuine. When okay. I met you, you were open, receptive, and so was I. So the channel communication was very clear. It was no misunderstanding. It was no, I got a job to do, he got a job to do, and then we part ways. It grew right from that very moment. Shout out to Dooney because he made it happen. I was just about to say that. I was like, I'm about to be like, shout out to Dooney because he definitely connected us. When uh, he met Dooney you, he was like, okay. When he met you, he was like, nah. He, he got some me. little magic. He brings some little <laughs> dust up in there. He was like, voila. He was it's like, nah. You're right about one thing. One thing I will say is that he always connects me. Um, with people with real dope energy, people that he knows that okay, y'all would be a good dope connection um, for the That's podcast or for whatever the case may be. So he he being at that he knows me so well, uh, he knows exactly who the heck I'm gonna mesh well with and who I'm really not. Yeah, Lord, he ain't know me. He ain't know he ain't know me. So he he definitely know you to the T to the point where he directed me to your direction or vice versa because he mm -hmm. didn't know me and i'm looking at him like he looked like lurch because he's huge right he's a tall guy and i'm not that tall <laughs> i love doing it but you know that brother right there because he is so he he is genuine he is caring he is understanding that's a real one right there i would never count him out because of the way he gave it up for me just hearing my story made him bless me, you know, and be mm -hmm. there in my corner. He did not know me from Adam, but uh, don't don't think I wasn't looking at him like, hi, hi. Like, yeah, I'm little to him. Everybody this is. is. <laughs> I'm convinced everybody, we all be looking up like, oh, okay. Because Thank you. is a tall guy and he's he like six stature. five, right. Yeah, like, so he's built in stature. You get a little bit overwhelmed before he opened his mouth. He's very, he's very intelligent. But you won't even get to that point because he's huge, you know? Shit. Or you know, I'm my like... chances with that. He the man. You? I'm a man, too. But he was the man in that moment. I was like, oh, okay. Hi. Like, I was scared. I was scared. <laughs> For you was stupid. That's he, the truth. He's going to listen to this replay like they stupid. Listen. He know he's too tall for his own guy. I don't care what nobody say. Hey, Justin. Justin say get easy. Hi, everybody. Uh-huh. Yeah, Dooney was that person. Dooney was like, yeah, bro, whatever you need. You need this, you need that. That's the thing I really respected about him because he saw the vision without even really knowing me or knowing the story per se. All you had to do was hear about it. And his he's an empath, so he felt the way immediately. Mm -hmm. And when he felt that way, you know it was genuine. He had nothing to gain. You know, he had nothing to gain by just hearing me out and, and um, allowing me privilege to his mm -hmm. space and accommodating me during my event, make sure mm -hmm. I was comfortable, I was pleased with the environment, etc. He had nothing to gain. You know, if anything, he would have everything to lose, you know? But still, he extended an olive branch and opened his doors with welcoming 
arms and he was just like he's in it yeah like, he in it i'm in it just i want i'm on the team count me in come that's on team. and so that's how he was and then when he was like you know what i got somebody i want you to like talk to and i'm like this only gets better from here because he was really genuine and nice and then he he linked us right so i couldn't believe it because it was like how often do a person a new author get opportunity to have an event keep in mind we're in a pandemic and it's COVID, right and he's so um trusting that we will be respectful of the space and we know how to as grown-ups know that things couldn't go down and be messy and, and rowdy rowdy and everything it could be very civil and very professional and then he brings one of his people to the table and say you know what y'all need the link y'all need to situate mm -hmm. that what, what is what is the odds of that you know what truly what is the odds of a person really having that deep found compassion for people that he did that and that's what he did the truth of the matter is not that this is about Donny, but because Donny connected us i think people need to understand Donny is um he is a very genuine and a very compassionate person and the way in which he operates and the way in which he moves is just like that you know what i'm saying he's very much so uplifting he's very much so encouraging and and he definitely will correct your ass if need be right so when you have that mm -hmm. level of a balance Amen. in a person because mm -hmm, he will definitely correct you if need be but when you have that level of a balance within a person that sees the potential of who you are and it'll be like you know what we're gonna maximize that boom and That's because golden. Yeah, and you got to really um, cherish people like that. You know what I'm saying? You can't use people like that. You can't abuse people like that. You can't take people like that for granted or whatever the case may be because at the end of the day, whatever they do, they do from a genuine place. And we've never Boom. even... I don't know if my heart... Come on, heart bone. Okay. It is. Heart... I'll do the big one. I'm just do the big one. Yeah, do... Yeah, yeah but I can't do it like that... No, it looked crazy. My like a potato. Yeah, so, but you, yeah, because you over there looking like you throwing no crip signs, friend. I'm not in a gang. No, I'm in my own <laughs> game, Master. <Research. laughs> yeah. Over there, so I'm like, what heart he throwing up? What, what they hurt? You know what, friend? It, it wasn't. It was distorted. My vision, not, but that was a little crooked. A little crooked. Period. That's okay. Yeah, it was potato. a little jacked up, but 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 duty know our heart because he wouldn't have did what he did and. and he wouldn't still be actively. He's an OG. I'm gonna say he's my OG because I'm a G. I know I'm a G because what I went through killed most people. No shade. It's so for truth. that makes me a G. When I tell people I'm old, I don't say it because of my number. I say it because of my wisdom that I obtained from my experience mm -hmm. and the experience itself that I know people that are in their 70s and, and 80s and 60s have never endured what I did and still feel and look this way or encouraged to still move on life after a death of your first self. So I know I'm a G, and, but he's my OG. Duny is my OG. After, hold up, pause friend, I like that. Life after death of your first self. Friend, Absolutely. get into that. Yeah. But what does that mean, that friend? Everything. For me, that means pretty much the life I once had, the life I knew, who I thought I was, again, what I felt comfortable, my comfortability, my, mm -hmm. my um, 
individuality, my um self-sufficient self, me being independent, I was completely robbed of it or it ceased to exist. So therefore it it passed away. It, it had to go away. My ego even went away. Everything that I knew and was comfortable with and familiar with and I loved about myself was completely taken away from me. And I had to reinvent and adjust to the obstacle, which is my new life now. So the life I once knew, because I'm no longer that that 29-year-old guy who think I know life already. I thought I had life figured out. I was like, I'm good in my career. I'm, I'm traveling the world. I, I'm not suffering, so I'm decent monetary-wise. I have friends in abundance, family. I have love all around me. I'm good. I have no complaints. And then tragedy struck. And when tragedy struck, it erased everything I grew to love. Wow. My taste became acquired. My palate had changed. And so I had to go with the change. But it was a struggle. It was definitely a struggle. Let's that get into my it. Book. That is your Master book, friend. So my baby. if you guys want to find... Jamal's book, Master Reset, Jay McLaurin. You can go on this website. It's FultonBooks.com. I will post it in the comments for everyone, but it's at FultonBooks.com. Um, when you click on new releases, you just type in Master Reset and it will bring you to his page. I'm not going to read all of this. I might though, because I think it's very powerful and it helps you to understand. Oh, you do? I don't read my own stuff. I'm sorry. Friend. Anyway. I lived it. You did. It says Master Reset is a body of work about the life and times of a brain injury survivor. What once seemed like a normal life for a young man turned out to be everything but the sort. Life altering events and very difficult circumstances forced around the uncomfortable Master Reset. Throughout the quest to make sense of this medical roller coaster, both, both a spiritual and educational approach was imperative. Everything that one would come to love and know about themselves was completely erased. That's key. Everything that you knew was gone. And then the task now became to rebuild after the demolition. So y'all can read the rest of that for yourself if you go on the Those site. Are my words. Let's listen. And that's your story. Let's and do I it. I wrote that. Oh. Listen here, y'all. I think that it is, okay? I think that it is so important that we learn to love and respect each other's journey. Yes. Life is a journey. And a lot of us have no idea what it took for us to come on this journey called life. 
Then when you get on that journey called life, then you got to do a master reset, friend. Talk to us about master reset, friend. How has your life been since the master reset, since the book, since everything, since our first, since our conversation back in November, friend? Because friend been busy. Friend been doing a lot of different things that, that, you know, we only aspire where you been at, friend? Oh, uh, thank you. I really appreciate that. You know, since the okay, since everything happened, you know, all the rebuilding, all the reconstruction, um, and finding a new purpose, new meaning, new everything. Um, I started a, a book career, clearly a, a author. So I, I became a brand, and then after that, the windows of opportunities just kept on flowing in. It just it was endless bounds of opportunity. Um, it first started with me becoming a brand ambassador for a fashion brand. Um, I pledged a fraternity literally with a cane. So I had to step and stroll with a cane. You um, better and step I, and stroll with a the, cane, the friend. Sands. I crossed the burning sands. Yes, I did. <laughs> and then, you know, the book kept on climbing and climbing. And, you know, me, it was a little bit overwhelming, but I was so grateful and I still am. And then came me i was in school i'm still in school i I see i i look at myself as a student of life so i'm always in school i will never not be in school because if you're not learning something then you're to me no shade better off dead we have brains we should learn from each other and learn from experiences and learn from in general we should always be trying to pick up some knowledge to better ourselves and so i'm in school I am a a student. I'm summa cum laude, um, oh. 4.0 out this B-I-T-C-H. I'm a presidential student. Um, and this is coming from a person with a brain injury who has no ability to feel and write with his dominant hand or, or his dominant side, period. Um, I'm a presidential student. And so now I'm pledging, I'm going to be inducted into um, the honors society's fraternity which is sigma alpha pi um the book came with a lot of opportunities now oh i'm about to be in a um magazine i'm gonna have my own little feature well they they're writing up a story for me in a magazine i've been in touch with some of the um radio personalities from back in the day that i aspire to be a lot of people want to read my book as well as someone from Broadway want to read my book. So I definitely um, have grown a lot in business and grown a lot in life. Um, I'm just looked upon as some, a, a doer. I am a doer. And that all happened after the book dropped. That's amazing. That oh, is amazing, friend. That is so amazing that all of that happened after the book dropped. So, friend, how did all of this come about? The book itself. The, the book and then itself. all the opportunities that came thereafter. How did all of that come about? The book came about through therapy. I pretty much, you know, felt like I needed help. You know, I always had people around me, but I still felt alone. Going through that phase, I was by myself. And I went through a self-pity moment, or not a moment, like a whole year, where 
I blame myself and I just says, I hate what happened to me. I hate what I did to myself. And I would cry. I'm almost teary right now. I'm like emotional, but I used to be like, I hate what I, <laughs> excuse me. I hate what I did to myself. Like I, I ruined my life. And, um, yeah, I just was so in a dark place. I was withering away. I had no body mass. I had reached like my lowest was like in the teens, 100 and something pounds. And I went to therapy and therapy was an outlet. Not to say that my family was not involved in my recovery, but they are prejudiced. They only know, they knew me then. They couldn't quite grasp the idea that I was someone else. It wasn't like nothing physical per se changed, but my identity changed. And some of my family wasn't like, they wasn't uh, going to go with that. They would be like, you know, you, you live, so you're okay. Like, Molly, what's wrong and what's happening? And, and how do you, why you feel mad? And why are you mad? How, who did it? What did it? And they didn't know all up in my core that I just was unsatisfied. I was unhappy. I was miserable. So I took it upon myself to go to therapy. And when I did, she allowed me to grieve the loss of me. The me I once knew, the me I once loved, the one I cherished. I, I put me first in the, the, that department. And I knew who I was as an um, individual. And then slowly that that diminished. I didn't know who I was. And I was trying to find me again. And therapy helped me try to find me. Actually, I stopped looking for the old me. She helped me embrace the new me. And um, I wrote, I did homework daily. And when I did homework daily, therapy was over. And she was like, you know, what are you going to do with all this great material? And I just was like, I don't no um and she was like you should you should try to seek out publishing and i was just like that's not for me you know because um i felt like at the time one everything happened to me was my fault because i didn't i didn't heed to the warning signs i had headaches for 10 10 years before this and i never knew it was because i had brain tumors until they came to surface because of a stroke so I, I blame myself at first. And I felt like with everybody on my case about like, you sit down, you can't go. You, Molly, are you okay? Uh, uh, like security. I felt like deep down inside, they blame me too. I blame myself and they blame me too. Wow. So therapy, she was someone who didn't know me and she allowed me to have my moments. And it was okay that I felt like I died because I did. And that's how the book came to be. Because the material she thought was so great that it couldn't sit on the shelf. But in the back of my mind, I said, this this thing happened twice. One stroke in February, one stroke in June. I don't need another one. And it hit harder each time. So mm -hmm. when she said that to me, I was like, excuse me. I was like, uh-uh. I'm not going to do anything with this stuff. I'm just going to keep it like my personal journal because I, I'm not superstitious by, by faith. But... I just feel like I'm be signing my own death warrant if I act like things are okay and I'm over it and write a book and publish a book and this thing might come back to haunt me because it was unpredictable at this point. And I and then I just start getting into like taking care of myself like physically and, and holistically and everything like that. So I had more confidence then. And when I was ready to tell my truth, I, I think the world needed to hear it just because a lot of speculation and a lot of rumors came about about me um, being sick. And they even thought that I was fibbing to perpetuate 
a moment and it wasn't that. And so I stayed silent during the whole ordeal, believe it or not. I've been written off as a person who had the virus, um, being a black African-American gay male. They were like, you have the virus. Oh, he had the virus. He must be sick and skinny because, you know, he contracted something sexually. And um, people were saying that, that what I had wasn't what I had, you know? And so um, I was about to put all that to bed. I was ready. I was ready now. I had ganged up the strength and worked on my recovery because I couldn't focus on that, the naysayers and all that, mm -hmm. while I'm trying to survive. And I wanted to, you know me, my mouth, I'm ready to go in, even put hands and feet on a person. Hello. But I couldn't do that at the moment because for the betterment of me, I had to focus on me. And and with focusing on me, that means every therapy you could think of physical, occupational, mental, everything had to, I had to go through this journey of years of therapy before I could say anything. Because I had, to, I had to make sure I was good within before I spoke out. Now, with all these beautiful opportunities, um, you were the first person to interview me. So me putting that out there as content on my social media, as me sharing, opened up a lot of, a lot of invitations for more interviews. Then with my contract with the publishing company, it, they also had radio interviews for me and me just being myself is what drove people to, you know, want to buy and want, they were intrigued because I didn't switch up. I was just authentically me and I would tell you it like it is the way it happened and I didn't cut corners and I wasn't politically correct. I just said, I don't care. And I have no one, I don't fear anyone. I'm not scared of anything now, you know, I don't care. And now me linking up with the radio personality, you know, I love that moment because I lived for that moment. I grew up longing to one day be like her in the sense of talking, Miss Jones in the morning, if anybody wants to know on Hot 97. And so me linking up with her was like a blessing to me and let me know that I was on the right track because me mm -hmm. being me, it, it, it solidified that I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm actually sharing with the people something I'm naturally born with. If I can entertain you, I am. If I'm talking crap and you relate, I am. If I'm being brutally honest and you love it, well, hey, we're one and the same. You know, so it happened to be like that. And then you, let's go back to you. Can we go back to you? Okay, so. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. We met. Our, our antennas were open. We both were receptive because, I, you know, I feel like, this is how I look at people. When you meet a person, again, I say mm -hmm. I never met a stranger. I didn't. I, I don't know. We met each other. We met each other on a business platform, on a standard of business. But then something happened in that in that in that process, mm -hmm. and we both were open because it's a gift to know your inner self, and everybody should treat their inner self the same. If Nakia let me in her world, that's a gift from Nakia to me. And vice versa. We could have been very, write these five questions, answer these quiet five questions, and deuces. But it was more than that. And then after the end of it, you said the magic words, baby. You remember what you said? Mm-mm. Don't tell no lies on here, friend, because I think you know what I'm talking about. You said to me, just because you don't know, because you is older than me, friend, so you might not know. <laughs> You was like, okay, I'm sorry, friend. I apologize. But you said, uh, 
we're gonna work again together. That's what you said. You said, Oh, we're gonna work again together. Don't work. Like, this is not in. This is not it. And me on the other end, I'm like, okay, thank you. I really appreciate it. you know, mm. like that was just it. We we connected, we bonded, we laughed, we did the interview, and you you finalized, you sealed the fate. You was like, Oh, we we gonna work again. I I I'm being in contact with you, we're gonna work again. And that's just what it is. So now people see me visually on your platform and on your podcast and that keeps me my name out there my face out there and then you got the miss jones coming like boom y'all funny or y'all doing something like oh we we struck gold with this and the interviews just keep on happening the endorsements keep on happening and i'm just like wow i don't have time for me but i'm i'm grateful i'm blessed but i don't I'm doing school. I'm writing more material. Then I got to do a fashion endorsement. Mister mm-hmm. Brand Ambassador, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm starting on profit, and you know, but I'm just it's it's blessings and abundance, and I'm really really grateful for it. I really am, and I still get a workout. I love to work out now, Chad. Joni, he said he ain't working out with you because um, oh. Oh no 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 what happened friend what happened you see how big that man is no 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 I'm delicate no don't do that to me he's huge don't he's huge oh friend said oh no a friend, I ain't working mm-hmm. out with you. I was like, what? He was like, no. No. Mm-mm. That's it. I'm like, I, I said, hell. Session. Let me tell you something, friend. Tell me something. That's it. That's all I can say. Because we put work and That's in. why I'm not doing it. You see, that's why I ain't doing it. You see, that we, was it. We, I, I, we, we put work in. Okay, I do too, but on a minuscule level, and I know that man <laughs> play no game. Not one. Not one. I seen him. He was lifting his, raising his body up, and he had that thing around his waist with that big old weight on there. I said, oh, <laughs> "Hell no, nah. hell no, nah. don't he's Oh, hell no. Nah. He ain't working you out, friend. He ain't working you out. Oh, hell you said nah. that. Never mind. No, 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 no. I'm gonna stay right over here I'm going so to my good. gym. Friend said, "I got my little won't... trainer." I don't, I, it's not that I don't need that that much work because fitness is fitness. You can always achieve a higher goal than you imagine and you set out, right? right. But that man will have me at the highest of the mountaintops. He'd be Martin Luther King on this shit. I, he won't get me. He can't get me. He can't. Not me. Don't pick me. Don't pick me. I can't fuck with that. Mm-mm. Don't pick you, friend. No. You're gonna take me to the highest of the mountaintop. Uh uh-uh. uh. You don't wanna go up that no, high. No. You wanna stay right here. <laughs> don't even okay. know. I don't want no smoke. He gonna have me doing things that I just told him I can't do. And he's gonna say, oh, okay, yeah, you can't. And then he's gonna do it. So that's yeah, why we ain't gonna fuck with But I love you, though. But no. Mm-mm. Let me tell you something. You Mm-mm. couldn't tell me when we first started doing those deadlifts. With that hex bar, mm-hmm. 
I was like, I cannot do this. Uh-uh. I was I caught every single last one of them that was in there that was doing it. I was like, y'all silverbacks. I am not a silverback. I don't know how to be a silverback. I'm not trying to be a silverback. Now look at me. I could do them deadlifts though. God bless you. I'm a I'm a small back and I'm gonna keep this small back too. I don't give a damn. He ain't gonna be the one to no, Dooney ain't about to do take me out of my element, child. He's gonna have me on my eyebrows crying and shit. I don't think so. Oh hell no. so. Everything cries. Okay, my arms are crying today. My, but let me you tell went you today too. Yeah, we yeah, you, you know. Today? Yeah. I went today too. You know, we don't, you know, we don't play no games over there at we the, the same schedule. I didn't know that, friend. Yeah. And you know, my trainer didn't come today because he think he got COVID. And you know what I said? Stay your ass where you're at, motherfucker. God damn. God bless you, but don't bring that shit over here. You ain't got to apologize or excuse yourself. We can reschedule. But you don't feel well. And his birthday was last week, the weekend. So he think he was oh. exposed. And I said, that's the respectful thing to do. I don't care about you missing my session. And I'm like, where you at? And I'm saying, I don't mind that. I your know health is right. first and foremost. And my, no matter of fact, my health is fourth and first and foremost. Mm. Fuck yours. Then you go handle yours. <laughs> handle yours on the flip side. But, but let, let me, me first. Let me, right. Hello. Don't come around me and you I know you infected. I, and I said, I appreciate it. You let me know. We'll convene another time. Handle your scandal, sir. False handle, alarm or not, handle it. Handle your scandal. Whichever way that scandal look, handle it. I but told you know him what? I had the first... Mm-mm. The folks running around here, like, they really think COVID not real. Like, okay, it was your birthday, so you thought you just needed to celebrate and be free? And now that's you, being and, sassy. And now you got a cough and a headache and a fever. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. Cough your ass wherever you at. That's just like the people tech. that went to yeah. Atlanta for All Star Weekend last weekend. Fierce. Fierce. They, oh my God, the rate went through the roof. Yeah. Never. Never. Oh no, never. Y'all ain't catching me out there. Let me tell you something. As much as I don't like being in a house the way I am, but I choose to stay this way, I go where I go and I come home. Because at the end of the day, y'all reckless and ruthless. Y'all don't care about nobody else's health. Y'all want to be mask free. No, put that mask on. That makes me so nervous. That makes me so nervous. Don't blow this way. You know I got a damn health care person coming here, right? Because of the type of insurance I got. I'm with the old folks. I got Medicare, you guys. I'm disabled. So these motherfuckers say they coming here. I told them, no, you don't got to come here because I already go to my doctors. I'm, I'm on point. I got this shit on, on lock. They said we got to come because you got ARP. You know they didn't put me with the old folk. That's why I say I'm old. I'm with the old folk. I'm with the retired folk. God bless. So they say they coming. I said, why? They said, we got to do a physical. I said, I have one. They said, well, we got to come do one. I said, let me stop you right there because I don't mind. But you'll be doing my physical on my porch because you won't be coming to my house. I don't know what this person got going on. And I had my vaccine one one round, right? And I don't know what that back, that lady or that man may have. Master, I don't want it to be no men's. I don't want nobody touching me, no men's. So it better be a woman. So anyway, this person was supposed to come after my second shot. 
on the the the, the ninth of no the sixth of April, and they say, oh, she got to come in and she got to this is a screening for further infections or things of that nature because of my condition. So got urinalysis and all that stuff, and I said I'm fine, but it's okay. It's 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 good to be overly cautious and precautious, yeah. especially now. So that's fine. Yeah, so, but but coming in my house and somebody, oh, you got to wear a mask. I said, I live here. I ain't worried about me giving me something. I'm worried about the whole you want to come to my house. <laughs> Don't worry about me giving me something. I'm going to have about on me. the porch. I do everything she want me to do on the porch. Friend, I don't want she, it in my house. You need to ask them when was she tested, friend. Typically, they're yeah, supposed to be tested that. at least. I think they're supposed to be tested twice or even three times a week. She wanted to show me her paperwork. She ain't getting in this house. She ain't getting listen in this here. house. Listen here. Show you the papers. I ain't anybody got time for COVID. I ain't. I'm going to step right outside and on the porch. She could pull in my driveway. I'm saying, sis, don't even get out the car. I'm coming to the, the car. Sit it on a, the, the hood. Not the hood. The hood of the car, not the roof. Shit. The hood of the car. Sit on there. I grab the papers. I got to check your resume because fuck you. Fuck you and your whole damn crew. If they're going to get me sick, uh-uh. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> not here, baby. No. Not, look, not here in these COVID streets, right? I know that's right, friend. I said, I don't come too far to look back, baby. I come too far to look back. Shit hit different when your life is in the balance. It's hanging in the balance. No, it, it hits no. different. And you're right. It really does. And that's what people have to realize and understand. I ain't playing a Russian roulette with my life. I play Russian roulette in Atlantic City. And I don't it even is. play board game or whatever that stuff is called because I don't I don't know how to gamble. But I don't I'm not gonna, either. Mm-mm. I'll just go I there. Want my money back. If I lose, I want my money back. <laughs> so I don't care. I, I put like five. I put five dollars worth of pennies in here. I want my money back. I want all five dollars. So I don't even waste their time because we'll be in an argument. Friend, five dollars worth of pennies. You damn right. It could go go somewhere else. Yes. Yes me that's me i'm that friend i go to the casino i go send my slot machine and uh when i don't win i'm gonna go get the lady that's selling the drinks and say bring the manager or somebody over here because i lost my five dollars and i want it back so i don't gamble <laughs> i know I, i'm not a risk taker it goes somewhere else risk taker. you you know what friend Mm-mm. no not me that's all right friend we could go down there and we'll just enjoy the food and stuff like that. Where are we gonna go? Yeah, we could go wherever you want to go, but where are we gonna go? I don't to know. The, to Atlanta City. Uh, let I was just there. They are bored, child. Everything is like you could barely get a drink while you sitting there. People sit there for the drinks. Then you can't barely get one because of COVID. They can't nobody breathing over your shit. Somebody hovering over you. It's just like a mess. I was ready to get out of there. I was my anxiety went through the roof. When I was in there, and I only went to, was it Wet Willies? And they shit is weak. I'd rather have Wet Willies in New York. No, no, no. Wet Willies in Vegas, Miami. Or Miami. Or yeah. Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they shit. That Bob Marley drink had me on my ass. And I was like, oh, that's some real shit. Atlanta City, that's a joke. Oh, child, what is this? This is Kool Aid. I don't, I had Kool Aid since I was a young buck in the project. So I was like, what the fuck is this? So it's crazy that you're talking about wet willies, right? So I happen to be looking at my Facebook memories. So it's coming up on a time in which um, 
I had discovered that I was pregnant. Actually, it's in two days in which I discovered I was pregnant three years ago. And then right after that, which was, that was on a Monday. So that Friday, me and the ex with my two friends, we all went down to Atlantic City and they would, they went to, they got drinks from Wet Willies, but I was, I had just found out I was pregnant. So I wasn't drinking. And right. I don't know how they felt about them drinks at Wet Willies, to be honest with you. I got a cookie. <laughs> you know what, friend? I'm not doing that. I had a cookie. I sure enough did have a cookie. And um, they had a drink. I was like, damn, I can't even drink with y'all. And I actually, I remember. You ain't what, miss nothing. I probably didn't. I remember what Willie's was South Beach, and that was that back then when we went to Wet Willie's. When I went to South Beach back then, we was dancing on tables and stuff. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, we was was able to walk out. You, if you able to walk out of Tropicana like it ain't nothing, you ain't had no real Wet Willie's. You had a slushy like a motherfucker from White Castle. Oh, he said a slushy or Seven Eleven. Let me find out. Like 7-Eleven, you might as well get you a root beer float. You have the same amount of excitement in your mouth. Wet Willie, that's a joke. You spend all that money. Ain't oh, nothing wet or about that Willie, huh? Mm-mm. I don't want no Willie, but it could be wet. <laughs> you know I'm going on a ski trip next week. Oh, uh, where are you going? I'm going to the Poconos. Oh, God. Yeah. I didn't want to go because I, I, I know what color I am. And we don't typically ski. And we then do, I also... We do a lot of ski trips. Didn't you watch Why Did I Get Married? Yeah, that was fake. Fetitious. Um, I think if it was Aspen and I could wear all my Chanel pieces, that would have been the go. But this is not. This is on a minuscule level. So, But I'm going for the camaraderie. Right, and this is going to be my first time, so let's start off small. I understand that, but then I also have the fact in that I have two brain tumors, and I don't need to rattle these things up. So well, I gotta play yeah. it. Cute. Yeah, don't go down the slope, friend. They're gonna put me in the the tube, the tube thing okay. with the instructor. Okay. Yeah, my yeah, outfit yeah, is killer. See. I can't wait for you to see it. Oh, I can't wait to see it, friend. I can't wait. I know you're gonna be yes. You. Oh, you know, just know that there's fur, fur, fur. Oh, I already know that there's fur. If you go on a ski trip, I know there's fur all around. Yeah, because I can't live out my Chanel fantasy. I have the pieces, but I can't wear it with my friends. This is not the place in PA. No, we'll never wear my Chanel in PA. So it's like, okay, I'm limited. Let's do a remix. PA do not deserve Chanel. I mean, I agree. Aspen, you could do Chanel. But you know what, yeah, friend, forget that. You do Chanel wherever you go. Who cares? I can, but I just don't feel that PA is worthy of my Chanel. So oh I feel God. that, not that PA is like nothing, because they have a great mall that I love out there. Um, I forgot the name of that place, but I Which love it. King of Russia? Yeah. 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 Hmm. <laughs> Let me tell you they something. have a Christian Louboutin, so I would die for I die when I go on Christian Louboutin. Uh, Listen here. <sighs> Friend, you I die when I go in there. That mall is so humongous. It's better than Garden State, let's be clear. Let's it is. Frank. Well, okay, first of all, it got, it got two parts. 
I love King oh, of Prussia. Yeah, I'll be in. Oh, I'll be in heaven. And me and my aunt, we go on both parts. We start off. Yeah. We look when we pull in, we start off at the mall that's on the that yeah, side. It's one right there. Oh, what's mm -hmm. one right here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Which then has one, all of the, the it has the Gucci, it has the Louis Vuitton store, it has the Cartier store, it has the Hermes store, it has so we start off Is there. Tiffany over there. Tiffany, Tiffany on that side all too. the high-end stores are on that side. So we start Ooh, off yeah, there. I love that. Yeah, then yeah, as we wind and down. Then as we winding down, we go to the other side, which then has the Macy's and stuff like that, and the Cheesecake Factory on the other side. I yeah, I probably won't visit that. Pre no, you will, because at the end of the day, you start off high, and then you end up on the low side, and then you hit up that good Cheesecake Factory or something like that over there, because you got to sit down, and you got to relax. I want to sit down, but I don't want to go low. I like high all the time. Mm -mm. We go, we go always. We go always. I, we go I, I always, do mix. I, I go highs and lows with my looks. Yeah, I do we go highs and lows. Yeah, because at yeah. the end, of the day, it's all about balance. So we go always. We start off high, and then we. It's <laughs> all about the confidence. Is what you exude. Is the pride. Is the confidence. Fashion is about expression. If it makes you happy, you exude happiness. You exude power, strength, boldness, courage. That's Listen fashion. here, I don't want some uh, what that place called? Um, easy picking stuff, and nobody would know because you, you mix know how it. to do it. I think people have to, to first of all, you got to understand your body, second of all, you have to understand who you are, you know what I'm saying? So, once you know all of that, you know what I'm saying, you know how to mix and match all of the, the high end. With what is considered low end, and then you make it just all gel for yeah, you. It is what it's considered. It's like what is considered, right? Yeah, that is very yeah. like. Uh. Because yeah, I, I, I never I, forget. I, like years ago, I would buy a little ten dollar dress from Easy Pickers, but match that shit up with a four hundred dollar pair of shoes, and you wouldn't know either or. True, I don't. I don't believe in investing in the clothes per se from the high end. Because one, you if you're not European, typically, and the people who buy this stuff it aren't the people we're color we're of color. So therefore, if you're not on that level, then you're not gonna. It's not gonna fit you and complement you. Let's just be clear. Well, or you gotta buy a bigger size. Because I can remember a time where I literally was a regular size eight, but in the European sizes, I had to go up to a twelve. Yeah, it's not gonna fit us the way we are because we're curvy. Even the men, men and women, we still have a little bit of curve. We got a lot of rhythm. That's why we got rhythm and they don't when we dance. This is the thing. These are the things that separate us. Okay, so we have we have curves even as men. Whether your legs are too long, your butt poke out, your butt sit high, whatever you know, it's still a curve there. Okay, thank your mother. That's the estrogen, boys. So anyway. With that being said, none of us is cut low with a, a booty like a little cheeseburger at White Castle box. None of us is built like that. Since we are not, the European cut is not designed for people of color. You could be like me, really, really small, and still be curvy. As a man, whatever estrogen the fuck I got in me, it is exuding because Friend, I'm of color. Did you say like That's a, they, a cheeseburger? Yeah, like that. Like White Castle, like the little ones. The White you know, Castle little... box. Yeah, be... So you see the European people, when they wear their skinny leg jeans, 
they got their little booty old scrunch right they little booty scrunch right at the bottom like this yeah like this like a little cheeseburger because that's the way they shape and they clothes is made as such us getting in it they're gonna make us feel like we fat like what we cannot fit our bottom mm -hmm. in that little bit of pocket that's considered for the rear end you're right we are considered fat because we are yeah. curvy we have a shape we have a figure men or women so I don't invest too much in their clothes. I do have pieces, but I get timeless pieces that I know will never go out of whack. So I don't like all the heavy branding. That's not me, but I'm also Hell a veteran no. in the game. Come on, for anybody I happen to be a veteran. I am a veteran. I've been doing this for a very long time. So I could tell people, I don't even shop in America. I shop overseas. So all my stuff is imported because I'm a veteran. But I know how to make people look the way they want to look and and um, not necessarily, they're not trendy people. Like, if mm -hmm. you don't want to get what you're seeing on the, the TV, you don't want to get what you see in the store, I'm the guy you holler at because I make things happen. And I know a lot of boutiques overseas because I shop there so much. So that brings me to my nonprofit. My nonprofit at first was going to be the Beautiful Brains Foundation. This month here is Brain Injury Awareness Month, mm -hmm. along with a lot of other hashtags. Women's Month, Women's, what? Women's Let's History. That, kid. Mm -hmm. Women's <laughs> History Month. Then we have Autism. Yep, you know, we have a lot of things that are popping off this month as a, a for a, a awareness. This happens to be Brain Injury Awareness Month. I happen to have a brain injury, so I'm pro that. And I'm, I'm, I'm a feminist as a man, so I'm pro women. So now, with that being said, said my nonprofit was going to drop this month i did mm -hmm. all the paperwork and it was going to be called the the beautiful brain foundation it was merely me giving back to a community in which i'm a part of and i would like to serve i got a lot of doors slammed in my face i'm assuming because i'm of color and they thought perhaps that i want to get close to people with severe brain injuries and i have a mild brain injury so I had to reevaluate, reassess, and rethink. I'm not going to just cater to people like myself. That's more narrow-minded, and I'm too big of a person to do that because mm -hmm. I believe in all people. Everybody needs help, and no one is exempt, and no one should be judged or criticized. So I'm extending my, non my foundation, my nonprofit, to the Master Reset Foundation. So for the women with several children, and they just can't seem to, and, I, and I'm saluting all the single moms out there or the women that put their kids first. They don't all, they don't cater to themselves. This is their moment of shine and glory for me to make them over. I'm, I am pairing my love for fashion and everything beautiful with humanitarian and support of everyone achieving a master reset, whether it is on a longevity basis or a, a momentarily basis. So if it's, to prep you up for a job interview, to make you feel special as you go out with your girls. You haven't done that in, a year, in years and got your hair done and, and got a massage and all that. I want to be the one to facilitate those for the women. Also, for the brothers, you just got out of jail, some of the women too, and it's hard for you to find a job. It's hard for you to find the gear to get set up to, to go for this interview. So the insecurity sets in. Let me be your guy. Let's go shopping. Get you a couple of, of, of good material, brown, black, and blue. You'll never go wrong with those three. A belt and shoe. Get you some khakis. Get you a suit jacket. Get you some, some shirts, plaid or plain. Let's get you ready for that interview so you can win for that interview. I want to help kids 
They, they Christmas have been hard. I don't celebrate Christmas, but kids are kids and they notice everything and they, and they carry that with them. So I, I want to break generational curse by allowing our kids to see the hardships of our reality too quickly. And they are, they're going to carry that bone when they become grown men or grown women. And if I could stop that and be a part of the process, it's like, look, this, you don't need to say it came from me. You don't got to say it came from Santa. Just know mommy and daddy did their thing. They tried their hardest. And look, you got that what you needed. I want to be a foundation of that. Everyone deserves a master reset. And I think that my foundation will, uh, um, will help that in any way that I can, whether it's food. Some women are doing it. They're barely eating, but their kids are eating. And that's barely. And that's a problem for me. And so I want my my foundations to be bigger than just the brain community. Um, we get support, even though it's unspoken about. However, I'm always going to be an advocate for that. But I want to be an advocate for humanity, period. And uh, it's going to be as simple as somebody nominate an individual once a month. And and then I read the application or the, the, the cry out for help, if you will. And I come through and I bless that family. I bless that woman. I bless bless that man, I bless, bless that children. It's sort of like a make a wish, but you don't gotta be dying to get a master reset. Right. You don't have to die for a master reset. Everyone deserves one, everyone needs one every now and again. That's gonna be my foundation, the master reset. And nobody on here viewing it, you better not try to steal my stuff because quite frankly, I copyright the name so it's mine. You better um, put that copyright on there, friend, and let them know. That's mine, baby. Try and steal my idea if you want to, and you'll be held up in court. You don't want that kind of smoke, because I made sure I did my due diligence. That is mine. Okay? I love it. But I'm, I'm here for all the people. All the um, people. Dutch just ordered the book, Master Reset, off the, um, off the website. Thank you. I appreciate it. My army blessings, blessings, blessings. I do you drive by too. So if you in Jersey, she in California. You a mess. She in California. Oh, I love but, California. Um, you know what, Dutch? Um, what I will, what I am going to say. So, friend knows this. My good, my good, my good friend here knows. I am redoing the the um the store, and the way I'm redoing the store is I'm I'm creating. Uh, custom wear for the Muzzlers Off podcast. It's not really open yet because I am not a web designer. Um, everybody has a lane and web design happens to not be my lane. Um, I don't have the patience for it. But um, Amisha, once I get everything up and running, I'm actually going to um, send you. Um, we got some crop hoodies. I got some regular hoodies. Hey, Zoni. Um, and I'm going to send you one because I truly, <laughs> what did you say? That's your boy. Uh, um, I truly yes, appreciate, I truly appreciate your support. So once the store, once I get everything up and running and everything like that, um, Dutch, I'm going to send you a custom, some custom gear for, uh, for the Muzzles Off podcast. Even like, like these tank tops, I can't really see it. But oh, I didn't even see high. that. That's mm -hmm. neat. I love it. I mean, my eye. She got curves. Okay. okay. 
okay. gotta shake it. Okay. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it like a salt shaker. You shake it like a salt shaker. Okay. Shake it like an egg. You know what? Donnie called it salt and pepper. That's what he said. He said, Y'all like salt and pepper. I cracked up. So salt um, and pepper's here and we in the fact and push it real good. Push it. Push it real good. We are sorry, Pepper. Who, who Pepper? I guess I'll be Pepper because I'm darker than you. You're yeah, not I gotta darker than me. Yes, the hell I am. Kid, what, you got on glasses and you still can't see? Sorry, friend. I love you, but are you for real right now? Friend, you're not darker than me. Yes, the right. hell I am. Where you been yeah. at? Clearly, you need glasses if you can't see. I'm browner than you. Whoa. First of all, I was at, I was in living color at several places where you were, too. And don't talk about me needing glasses because you know it's goddamn already the case. That's why one eye squint and one eye open. Don't talk about goddamn... <laughs> Fred over here. He over here trying to like... point out the obvious. But you trying oh, to rob? I you know I need glasses. But you over here trying to rob me of my brownness. I just don't... girl, you yellow. I ain't yellow. I'm sand. I'm tan. I'm khaki. No, we ain't got the same. No, baby. I'm darker than you. I'm pepper. Who the hell was supposed to be? I thought you knew the role already. Friend, we'll talk about this offline. I can't. Friend, we're gonna have to talk about you this online. Uh, about as off white as this damn wall back here to me. What the? <laughs> friend, friend, I ain't even gonna hold you. White on me is my goddamn teeth. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, no, no, no. You are lighter than me, boo boo. I don't know where you've been at all, all this whole time. And you go talk about where you're at. The whole congregation know I wear glasses already. You ain't had to point it out and be sass me. I still could see you, your light skin, period. Wait, oh. I don't know the hell you've been talking about this whole time. What happened? You know mm -hmm. what? JP always talk about Classes that. Classes and sessions, because he don't know her colors. I know my, Donnie, I am. Y'all don't be trying, y'all Y'all not giving me my good crayon, brown. I am, do you not see the brownness I'm brown in me? too. Girl, no, look at this. It's blacker than yours. See, that's a lie. This is not lighter than you. No, Kia, no, no, no. I am a shade or two darker than you, baby. Friend, we're talking about now, my line. teeth, that's a different story. My teeth is a different story. But other than that, you're lighter than me, baby. Like, now you say, oh, Jamal, uh, you're lighter than me. Who the hell you would judge me off my teeth? Because there's nothing else you could be judging me off of. I'm I'm darker than you. I know damn well you didn't think I was lighter than you. Friend. Oh, my hat look crooked and shit. Like I was a cat daddy. Probably because you didn't hit it because you're talking shit right now. It's okay. I'm keeping it real. That's what we do here on this podcast. I don't know where you've been at all this time. Yeah. You done seen me in living color a few times. What? Y'all in the comments, let me know who y'all think is darker than the other. Yes, please. 
I am not lighter than you, baby. That's a lie. Okay, friend. You you go on colorblind or you got cataracts at an early age. So. <laughs> no way. I may be a little pinkish. You know, sometimes I give off a little pinkish, orange-looking look. I don't know. That's some fucked up shit that God gave me. But. JP. JP said she okay. is definitely lighter than you are. Exactly. Thank you. Period, JP. Come on, tats. Yes, JP. Let it be known. All of us can't rock our tats like that, and they just gonna bust out like that. Hell no. Well, mine's will. I'm not that far from you. They will bust out. But still, you're lighter than me. I got color on me, too. So I got color tats. So did they show? I get a little red ink. It ain't gonna really do nothing. You're gonna see it. Who's saying something to me? They said, raise to speak. Just bring Apple Watch close to your mouth and make you know, it. You know, Apple be, be the, Apple like the FBI. They listen to everything. Can you see this Apple? Apple and Alexa. I don't want to talk to them. Neither one. My, you know, it took me a long time to wear this. It took me a very long time. For real? It was a gift. Yeah, my brothers and them always try to keep me hit. And I, I don't want, I, I, I was never the type to evolve around the world. The world had to adjust around me. I was on my own, own way of everything. And I still stand by that. So, you know. And everybody keeps saying, oh, I think you're going to be famous. Da, 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 da. Well, child, I'm going to still be the same OG. That's I'm never going to switch up. I don't do stuff like that. I don't See, know what else to be. I thought I was famous. When I, so many people, when, when I was young, I thought I was famous. There. They be switching up on people, and it's like it's not about to switch up. Yeah, but here's the thing: I thought I was famous when I was a little kid, as flamboyant as I famous. was, honey. Yeah, so at the end of the day, this ain't nothing new. It just that my past prepped me for a life I live now. That's how I look at it. Period. Who people was still famous? stop me and want to take pictures with me. I go on a cruise; they stop me, take pictures with me. I go somewhere with my mother; they think she the fucking camera woman. I'm like, that's my mom, you know. So like, that happens to me now. Way before I wrote a book, way before I got into being a somewhat of like a, a vocal person or a, a, a what they call them influencer, I don't know none of that shit. I'm old, so yeah, I just you know like they did that to me all my life. They gawked, they stared. The negative turned around to positive. I became very popular, but I've always thought I was famous then. So what is going to change about me? But the monetary status. Come on, money. We welcome money. Money, we money it. likes me. We attract to each other. Me and money been in a relationship the all my is, life. The Bible says money answers all things. Let it answer. Hello. Period. Mm. A hoe need to be a. Uh, you know what? I want to go Belize. Come on, Belize. When I when I hit my first lick, like I got royalty check. I just frame them, child. Please. When I hit that big money, that real big lick. Me and you, friend, we going to Belize. We just going to lay up for a week or something. We just going, we gone. We gone. We want all, I don't want no Belizean men's though. Oh no, I don't want that. I just, they could fan me, you know, fan us, fan us while we lay out on the canopies. But we don't, or we don't, we don't, we don't want the, we don't want the Belizean men. No. Because we can't bring them back home, even if we toy with them there. I don't bring we can't them bring home. them with us. Oh, you, you, one night only. 
one nine. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I ain't even doing one that. Nine, I'm, uh-uh. I'm stingy. I'm girling it. I don't know what you got. Mm-mm. I'm stingy. I don't want. I don't want nothing to do with that. You could fan me though and feed me grapes and definitely get my pina colada and all that good stuff. But I don't really want no. Long as they got gloves on, I'm a germaphobe. I ain't got this type of time. Feed me grapes with a glove. Me too. Let me tell you something because I, I was in Dunkin' Donuts. I got. I'm a germaphobe. I was in Dunkin' Donuts the other day. Dude, just making people coffee. He had not one glove on. I got up to them. I just. I said. I said, hold up, pause. I said, sir, it is COVID. He gonna need to put gloves on to make my coffee. He was looking at the dude. He was like, "Please put gloves." Yeah, put them gloves on. You over here touching tops. Then my mouth gotta go on that. Anything mm. my mouth go on got to be clean. I would walk straight on out of that joint. Mm-mm, straight on no, no, out he of put that put joint, baby. On. Like I said, anything my mouth go on it got to be clean. I ain't got time to be playing around with these people. And you and know I'm cold. juicing, right, friend? I'm juicing. This is day three. What are so, you juicing? You know, I really feel like, well, it's not because I'm a chicken head hoe. We all know I'm skinny, oh, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm into fitness. We already know that I'm good. Body is gold. Body is snatched. Body is everything. It's bigger than that. It's about, you know, giving the organs a break. I really feel so strongly about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so the organs don't need to always be trying to process something that you done took in. A fluid, a liquid is easy for your body to release and just let yes. go of. So, but if you take in a lot of, well, I don't take in a lot, but still just processed food, not processed food, but food in general, yes. whatever it is, whether you eat healthy or not, you need to give your organs a bake. The, my organs been here 30 something years along with me. So they ain't like they some new pumping engine machine that's ready to just go, 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 metabolism ready on go. No, you need that healthy break of your organs. So I get, I'm doing the seven, eight juicing. Good. Don't I'm done Monday. Donnie said, fame and more coins just brings enhancements to what, who you are, who you already are, to what and who Thanks, you Donnie. already are. Thanks, Donnie. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yes, she is yellow. Exactly. We're not going back in comments. Are we going with the, the recent one? Yeah, like you you want to sit up here and go in reverse. Then we're not going back. We're moving forward. Well, it don't matter now because they, they telling you the truth. And you lying to yourself. I know what I see. And you try to come for me saying, oh, you need your glasses. Everybody in the congregation know I wear fucking glasses. Where they at, no though? Huh? Where they at? They right here. It ain't, it ain't a reading session. We just, you know, I don't got to read. I'm just keeping it real. You are lighter than me, ma'am. Sorry. I ain't. Yeah, sip on that, because you over here, mm-hmm. you're a little parched, okay? I'm a little dry. Thirsty. Really? Mm-hmm. I look dry? You look dry in the mouth. Uh-uh. You telling lies, bullshit. <laughs> yes, but I had to do a drop today on Mastery Set. I mailed two books. Because every time I order books, I sell out. Um, one was to a Broadway actress. Um, she's been asking for one. Who knows where that may take me. Um, the other one was to a Hot 97 Miss Jonesy in the morning uh, with DJ Envy and all the crew. So who knows what, what kind of opportunities I'll get from that. And matter of fact, before we got on here, she inboxed me. So I don't know if she got it yet. But 
me and her been in, com- in conversation and communicating with each other. So, uh, mm, yeah, I can't wait to see with that. I would just like to meet the woman because she's so great. You know, mm-hmm. I don't need nothing else, but just to rub shoulders with her and learn from her. It's Jonesy we'll in the morning. Up. Yeah, that's dope. That's yeah. awesome. Listen, I think I all of, anybody that grew up in this area, you you knew you you listened to Jonesy in the morning. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's dope. Um, she definitely is an inspiration for women. Period. She, Miss Jones, is an inspiration for women on radio. She was the first, the first black woman to have her very own morning show. And being yeah, my that baby this is Women's History Month, and she is a woman who has made history, we need to put some respect on that. Put some respect on Jonesy. Nay, that's my baby. I love Jonesy. She done yeah. put so many people on the map musically, DJ-wise, producer-wise. That's you right. You have DJ Envy. Envy got his first start on Jones on Jones show. show. That's right. And he and even said it. I just I think that is I just think that it's important that um we begin to honor and respect the black woman in her accomplishments. And Absolutely. I mean truth be told, um a lot of people have not put the respect that Miss Jones uh deserved on her name. Especially she had a music career and her album her record sold so it's not like she didn't, and she's an author. Like if you read her book, I read it. I have a copy of it. Um, she did her thing. I love Miss Jones. I've always loved her, respected her, admire her. And when I when I was younger, I knew I was gonna be on the radio. I just wanted to be on the radio. I don't care if I was there getting her goddamn lunch. I was gonna be somewhere like, where Miss like Jones. I want to. I want to be an intern. I ain't even gonna hold you. I used to. Uh, I used to want to be an intern on the radio, um, but. That just never happened. My 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 career did not go towards uh radio and broadcast or anything like that. But I just think that um But it is now. How about that? How You're about doing it? it right now? I just think that we just have to we have you know, we gotta respect us and we gotta respect our hustle and we gotta respect even our struggle. We gotta respect all of that and as women respect. Because we respect a lot of men and a lot of things that they do, and we downplay us and our accomplishments and the things in which we have actually done. And when you're a trailblazer as a woman, put some respect on that. So yes, shout out to Jonesy. Shout out to Jonesy. Yes, Jonesy paved the way. And yeah. when you thought that you saw a man in the forefront, there'd be women behind pulling all the strings and masterminding right. everything and being so creative. Her with the comedy. Her with the puns, her with the wit, everything that was done on her morning show, there was no man behind that. That was literally Miss Jones. And Come the team on, yeah. just fell in line. Michael Sean, DJ Envy, they just fell in line. And it was cohesive, so everybody just gelled, and it made for one terrific morning show. And I remember growing up and be like, I can't wait to meet this woman. Or if I could just work, like I said, just go get coffee if she wanted me to get coffee. I didn't think I had a personality for radio, but who knows? You see, because you now per- I give it up. Is, you have a personality for everything that you wish to and desire to do. That's the whole thing. Like, 
You know, we place so many limitations on our own selves, right? We place them, but you have the personality for everything that you want and everything that you desire. So just go after it, whether it be radio, whether it be hosting, whether, it, you know, I, you know me, I'm always going to pull you in and be like, come on and show, come on, come on and help, come on. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe that chemistry is very important. You know what I'm saying? And I believe that that, that conversation and conversational flow is very important. And um, I also believe that energy is important, right? Like, who the hell want to yeah. listen to boring people who don't know how to shift the tone in their voice and all that? Like, you just want to be straight monotone and you think I'm going to listen to you? I am not. Yeah, we would be boring, Kia. If we didn't do what we got, if we didn't do it the way we do it, which we never set out and planned how we was going to do it. We just like, all right, we're going to come on. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I need you to, uh, you don't even say need. You be like, what you think about this? Do you got time for this? Okay, friend, I'm with it. Let's go. And we don't plan out anything. You send me a whole bunch of goddamn articles sometimes. Maybe not. So, and I just say, what the hell is this? Kia No, damn well. I'm going to look at it and I'm going to say everything I got to say when we get on this. It's not scripted. We just don't, we just don't talk about it other than we getting on this day, this time. What you think about that? Are you busy? da, 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 da. So we both got things going respectfully in our own personal life. And then when she says, come here, come here, I'll be like, what's up, friend? What we got to talk about? And then she send me some shit, and I'll be like, oh, God. Really? We going to be stuck on this, like, infinity? Okay, I guess we on this shit. Then let's go ahead and dive right in this bullshit. That's right. So we dive right in. Opinions and all. We don't even think about it. We just go in, and because of our chemistry, it, it'll it never be a clash or even if we, if even if we have differences, it'd be just differences, point of views that she'll express hers, I'll express mine, and that's where we leave it. We leave it right here on the muzzles off. It's not going past that because it's it, just a topic that we're addressing. Let me say that serious because I ain't got time to be sensitive like that. What you me say, friend? What you say? It ain't it ain't that serious, and you shouldn't meet friends. What what we did? What we? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> see you're not sensitive and i lost my feelings june 30th 2017 when they put me on chemo i don't have feelings for that the real life is only i live in reality i'm not idealistic i am a realist so we Good don't i is. don't get caught up in none of that in that emotion yes yeah, so when do. we dive into something and when we go at something it's only from our perspective and even if we don't have the same um, thought process, which we don't, or the same view on it, it doesn't mean anything because, like I said, we're realists. We empaths and we're realists. So combine them two. Sometimes you might get a goddamn combustion. But hey, you're going to get something. You're going to lead this podcast with something. Some type of information. And let me say this because we are about to shut this down, right? Um, what I want to say is, is that, like I said, when I when I wrote up like what we were going to be talking about tonight, I said everybody has gone through some level of a master visa in their life, and if you haven't, you will. Period. Right. Yeah. Because there comes a certain point in time in your life where you just like, you know what? Nah, I gotta. I I need to reset this. I gotta. No, I don't even want to do over because it ain't a do over. When you reset, wrap it. What was is what was, and what is is what is, and you are literally. Drawing a good line, a good line in this good sand, and saying that was that, and now I got to be over here with it, you know. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. I went through my reset, 
April 24th, 2018. Period. When the gla- Listen here. Like I tell people, when the glass shattered, everything broke. Period. Who I was prior to that moment, she no longer existed. And I had to take the three years now to find who I am, why I'm here, what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? What you want to like, do. What I want to do. You know what I'm saying? And just like how you I just said. Yeah. Because at this point, that's why... I, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people they get they get they get their little boxes and their little little panties in a bunch or whatever concerning a lot of the things that I no, say. No, they ain't wearing boxes. They the they wearing boxes. I'm sorry to you up, but they're not wearing boxes no more. But they wearing um, they they're either wearing a big shirt with no underwear or they're wearing panties. You told me that a long time ago. Just remember what you told me. Hmm. Well, they getting all of that stuff scrunched up in their little butt. Okay, all of that. Okay, t-shirts, t-shirts providing wedgies, uh, panties giving them wedgies, all this stuff giving y'all wedgies concerning what I say. But understand, I'm just saying, Master Reset happened April 24th, 2018, and wasn't near none of y'all niggas there to help me. None of y'all. With your little opinion. I did this. She did that. Period. She did that. Period. You know what I'm saying? And the truth of the matter is, huh, I could probably count on one hand how many people actually did help me in the process. Touche. 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 Of my good reset. And once I reset, all that was broken. So, yeah, the muzzle came off. You know what I'm saying? And let me say this I before we look. And let me say this before because some of y'all. And your little judgmental ass selves were very judgmental against Leandria Johnson because she had on a brine panties with the towel draped over. Okay. Okay. Why? And I don't understand. Why? Sorry, right. friend. And, and me either, because I don't I don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said before, like I put in my post. When you understand the story of a person and you understand the struggle, you will then begin to understand why the muzzle came off. The muzzle coming off is not just about words. It's about self-expression. It's about who you are. It's about free thought, free will, your your entire decision-making. And some of y'all are really deaf, dumb, and blind. You have no real idea on how to really apply a simple biblical principle. And you like to hold that Bible up as if it is the Bible of complete judgment when truth be told, it's the Bible of freedom and truth. Stupid. Period. She was being herself. She is human. But Flawed if you if you read what she wrote, she started it off with controversially covered. So it th- the whole thing had a meaning. It wasn't a thirst trap, as some people would assume. Mm-hmm. It it wasn't mm-hmm. that she's fallen. It wasn't that she needed attention. Oh, I'm discerning. What well, you're not discerning shit, but your own self because you're she's insecure. pointing out something that's obviously wrong with that community. No, she's pointing out a master reset, you dummies. Right. Oh. Okay. Y'all had me so right type hot, and I didn't even say what I really wanted to say, but I'm gonna say it because it's my podcast, and I can say whatever the hell yeah, I want to say. Okay. Say but it. y'all had me hot. Okay, because you have no idea what it feels like to live your to live your life in a box. 
to have your little so-called self-righteous dummies always trying to point a finger, always trying to point back to a scripture, always trying to point. Shut up. Shut up sometimes. But just shut up sometimes. Your opinion doesn't matter in the private life of someone else. Your opinion does not matter. Period. If it's not your life, your opinion matters to your life when it pertains to you, but not someone else's. That's, oh God. When another person is going through their master reset, your opinion is null and void. Shut up. It's so sad because, friend, they don't even know when a massive reset is taking place. And that brings us to a broader topic because you cannot pinpoint Mm -hmm. someone's transformation. You cannot pinpoint when a person had an aha or woke moment that they want to do, not even a duel, F that, when they feel like a call or need to embrace the new them because something is not sitting right, something is not the same. And they either they matured here or they matured here. They matured Something. in both places. Yeah. And you but that's why the Bible is very clear. It says, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? Your thoughts, everything flows up in and out. So at the end mm-hmm. of the day, we spend so... This why, like I be telling people, I don't care about your little religious structures. I don't care about some of y'all little, little, little Bible studies. And I'm saying little for a reason. Cause I know, cause little is going to diminish the things in which you are saying. And little, I don't, I don't care about none of that stuff because at the end of the day, when you sit there and you point the finger at someone that has been through something that your dumb self probably would have never been able to handle. And then you sit up there and you bring up her past and you say, I mean, one minute she drunk, next minute, you know how hard it is for a person that is struggling with alcoholism to break free of alcoholism? Stupid. Yes, they don't understand that. That's so crazy. They're so critical on another human. When they are human themselves, I think that's pretty sad. It's it is really sad. sad. It's, it's honestly, it's disgusting, and a lot of that is the reason why a lot of people are saying this is why I don't go into y'all buildings. This is why I I sit home mm. and I learn and I study for myself. This is why, and some of y'all are so dumb because you sit up here and you post a lot of this hateful, judgmental crap on social media, not realizing that really and truly you are truly exposing the intent of your heart. You're not even moving and operating as God would even tell you to move and operate. Some of y'all are just disgusting and you don't even realize how disgusting and how disgraceful your thoughts are. Because you think you're standing on some type of principle that is hateful. That, you just spoke to me when you said that. You just spoke to me. Let me tell you something. As a person that grew up as in an Islamic family, in an Islamic faith all my life, true to the game. Now, you see me now. I'm a grown man, solidified in my own right, and I am owning, I, I have been owning, that I am a gay male, black male. Mm-hmm. It was... I never felt comfortable even before I identify as such in my own community in which we all practice the same faith. So you know what happened to me? And even though going to the mass gym on Friday is applicable, you have to. 
I stopped that. I had my Shahada. I know Arabic writing and reading it. We didn't celebrate birthdays. All the traditional stuff. I know. I can speak Arabic as a language, but I don't. Okay. But anyway, I stopped going. Because you know what? I didn't feel safe or welcomed or comfortable. And at the end of the day, I simplified it to what you just said. My relationship between me and God has nothing to do with the whole masjid and all these people. Y'all are all human like me. So if you frown upon me, you're nothing. You're no one. You're just like me. My you know, relationship with God, I know it's solid. And let me say this, because I don't know how the masjid could judge anybody when y'all allowed Malcolm X's murderers to go free for years and build up whole communities in Newark, and you knew his rifle is a rifle that shot the murdering shot of Malcolm X. So this is why I say with everybody and all your good religious structures, y'all all yeah, have issues. That spoke to me when you said that. Mm -hmm. But you pick and choose the issue that you're going to highlight. And then you pick and choose the issue that you're willing to cover up. Shut up. Shut up, period. I period. fast every year, every year. And I pray every day. I fast just like I was a, a little kid. Because that's all I know. Yeah, I said no be a praising and, and this is in all faiths. They praise murderers. Yeah. They praise rapists. They praise pedophiles. They praise adulterers. They praise fornicators. They praise liars. They praise um, lasciviousness. They praise co people that covet. They praise people that cause uh, division. They Everything that according to their word, God detests and God hates and he's, he's right. so far away from, right. but you praise right. it. You accept it, you allow it, and I'm supposed to sit where? Ostracized. I'm Shut ostracized. up. Shut up. And truth be told, let's be real here, homosexuality was not written in none of them books. It wasn't in the Quran. It wasn't in the Christian Bible. It wasn't in none of you that. I read it. Until a man put it in there. Period. Oh, Okay. I'm on men that have the men in there in the mosque because they went to jail and found their faith. I was born into it. So I'm actually a real Muslim and they're not. <laughs> I was Muslim first. You stupid. You they born found theirs in jail. That was a re that was to rehab you. That and I didn't it, I didn't go to that. And you know what? I mean, so did Malcolm X. We can't really say that he found his, you know, he 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 found Well, that was jail. his business. Okay. That's a different era. That's Way before my time, that's his business, okay? But I, way before my time, that's his business. But And I think that he wouldn't be that critical because you know what? He had homosexual experiences and feminine tendencies. Yeah, Malcolm did. So Sweet I need Jesus. people to really do their research. Sweet and then Jesus. they want to say, oh, a person like me is haram. Really? Are you serious? You cannot speak. Oh, I was on a bus one day, and the one lady was talking her shit. Uh -huh. Oh, hey, who you cursing? She ain't know I knew Arabic. Baby, don't ever sleep. Or, because I was born, I was born into this, baby. I know every single swear against my life. She cursed me in that moment when she said that. 
I know everything. I know Spanish, Arabic, and English. English is my first language. Do not try to play me because you're going to play yourself trying to play me. She See, said and that's that to me. Thing. And they always be trying to curse people. Who are you cursing? Whom God, whom, whom God said is blessed. Who are you cursing? And you know why she was mad? Because I was a bus driver back then. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't give her a ride on the free, on a freebie. I said, sister, you got to put in something. I don't care if it's 50 cent or a quarter. I don't care. A penny or nothing. The camera's got to see that you have made an attempt. And it's my job to say something to you for the camera purposes that at least I attempted to say, what's going on? Like, you don't have it. Da, da, da. She started to go in Arabic and swear and swear and swear. And I said, who you swearing at? She said, oh, I didn't know you knew. Baby girl, don't do that. You might not want to do that. I am Muslim for real. I am. I practice Islam all of my life. I had no choice. I didn't celebrate my birthday till I was about 16. Okay? You talking to someone who lived that life, I still would in certain ways and reasoning. But you going to say, oh, who to be laugh? What? Because I wouldn't let you out for free? <laughs> you going to curse me? Come on, mm -hmm. I know the chant, I know the call, I know the prayer, I know everything. That was so nasty. And why would you say that to me? Because you can't rob for free. You don't have the mad. money. And let her be mad. You know what I'm saying? But you're not going to curse me either. Yeah, like I have my own parents. And if any, you see, a lot of things you can't even break. You can't even break the mold of the train of thought of how to be tranquil and all that. Unless it's your mom. So if mm -hmm. my mom, I could go out of character for my mom. Because heaven lies at her feet. But in my, I think that's all religions, especially in mine. And so heaven lies at my mom's feet. So that's the only person I could get out of whack for and make me, and she would call me to get out of whack. But that lady, I'm on the bus. I'm doing my own thing. I ain't buy, I ain't worried about you, lady. But don't curse me. You ain't my mama. My mama can oh. curse me. You cannot curse me, especially in Arabic, because I know what you're saying. And then I went to a dealership where the people were uh, 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 like Arabic. They were talking full, 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 like full, full, like Arabic to the T. And he was talking. I asked questions for one about the, this is way back in the day, of course. And I'm asking questions about, is this car of quality? Can I see the paperwork? Can I see this? Are there new brakes? Are you know, all that. He, one man telling me something, and then the other one said, uh, um, a staff of law, right? So they didn't know I know that that person was saying, like, when you say a staff of law, it's, it's like saying, I'm not lying, right? But he already knew that the gentleman he was, th that they were working together trying to sell his car was lying. And he was telling him, I won't lie in the, like, in the name of Allah. I won't lie to him to sell him a car. And I just kind of said, all right, thank you, y'all. I took the paperwork. I took all the paperwork I spilled out. Didn't even sign a name on a dotted. Because one was lying to me and one wasn't. And I never told them I knew what they were saying. But mm -hmm. I knew what they were saying because I know Arabic. Same on them. You could have been honest with me. I know Arabic. <laughs> Say Arabic that? all the time. I'm going to know it. Even people who are from, I guess, um, over there, overseas, Afghan, all those different places. If you speak it, I'm going to know it. Any chicken shack motherfucker, I'm going to know it. <laughs>
<laughs> if you speak it, I'm going to know it. I was taught and raised to know it. We had to study it. So therefore, I know it. My dad can speak it and write it. Friend, did you say chicken shack? Did you say chicken shack, friend? Yeah, those chicken shack motherfuckers. <laughs> oh my goodness. If they try that slick talk with me, I know because I could I can uh, my my writing may be a little bit rusty, but I definitely can um hear it and speak it. You know, so if they do that to me, I'll be like, they have no idea. I know exactly what they're saying. <laughs> and I come in there with black fingernail polish and the whole nine lips be popping. And I know everything you're saying, brother. That doesn't take away my relationship between me and God. Uh, me and Allah don't take away our relationship. They don't take away. I come just like this as I am. I think people will have to begin to understand that, like, at the end of the day, when you go through something in life and you got to perform a master reset, none of this stuff matters to you. None of your rules, none of your what you think. That's why I said your opinion does not matter. Shut up. <laughs> well, somebody said, no, no, it came, period. Hey, that's hey Jamal, that's my, that's my boo, Andre Jamal. He's a, honestly, Andre, he's a, um, he's a designer. I have a skirt really? here, right? Yes, he's a dope designer. I have a skirt here. You know what? I got to check his resume. I know everything. I need to see what he's about. I'm about to get on Jamal, too. Jamal, first of all, you're supposed to be um creating me a shirt. He has for my skirt. name. Mm -hmm. Andre Jamal. Mm -hmm. Mind you, my friend Jamal. Oh my God, ja I know so many Jamal. Jamal. Isn't that a beautiful thing? It's like rare. When I was growing up, it was rare to, to know a lot of Jamals. And in my adult life, I know a lot of Hold Jamals. Hold on, wait, pause. And Jamal, where's my two? You know what, Jamal? I'm I'm about to, I'm texting you. I can't. You know what? He got where's Jamal my, with two M's. Two M's, too. Where's my shirt? That's we over here, got me over here, skirt. It's like has he, has he has he ever gone to school? What well, he has his middle name. That's not his first name, is it? Andre is his Andre. first name. Okay, because I know when I was going to school, it was always Jamel, Jamal, Jamil. I'm like, my name is Jamal. And I used to get in trouble back when I was in school because if you said it wrong, I didn't acknowledge you. And the teacher would call him like, he's not answering his name when we say, um, and you know, raise your hand. Uh, they're doing like attendance. The attendance. Mm-hmm. And they would I, call I never my mother was like, why are you, what happened? Why didn't he answer his name and all that stuff like that? Why? They thought I'd been disrespectful, a, a plaything. I was one of those in school too, but I was very popular, so I didn't care. And then they called my mom and it was explained to her that I called his name and he didn't answer. He's being fresh, you know, out of character, being smart, sarcastic, facetious, whatever word you want to use. And I would completely ignore the teacher because my name is not Jamal. Jamil or Gemma. No, my name is Jamal. And so my mother, they would say, my mother was like, what you call, like, when you call his name, what you say? They were like, well, I said Jamal. She was like, well, that's why he answered you because that's not his name. <laughs> I used to look that straight at the teacher. She'd been calling me Nikita. She, and I would sit there just like this, look. That's how I would be. I'd be like, all my classmates pointing, it's you. She's talking to you. I'm like, no, she's she talking to me. Not me. <laughs> That's not my name. Period. If you don't correct them once, they'll do it all the time. And you got to stand up for yourself. That's not my name. That's not, is my, not name. my name. She was like, go down to the principal's office. 
hopefully he'll get my name right. Because what I'm not about to do is answer to you. Where the hell did you see a T and there's a Y? Where did you? And when I went down to the principal, he was like, Nakia. I was like, well, where did she get the T from? Where did she get the T? This ain't La Femme Nikita. Like, bitch, I'm not on TV. Where did you get that T from? <laughs> I had it all my, my, my childhood. And then they once I got popular, the only, only way it changed when I got popular. I, my, my whole bullying and picking on me phase switched by the time I got to like middle school, like maybe like eighth grade. And once I got there, everybody called out my nickname, Molly, 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 Molly. So they never had to really... They never had to attempt, even the teachers, principals and everything, they never attempted Jamal anymore because See, I would hurt their feelings. My name I wasn't that privileged. I, I went to I went to junior high high school in Nutley, New Jersey. Anybody knows anything about Nutley? Y'all already know that's one of the most racist towns I'm convinced in the state of New Jersey. It's probably not the yeah, most that in Clifton, baby. But it's up there. I know. And them folks really thought that y'all was gonna play me with my name, and I'm not answering you. I was in high school. Period. Nikita. Where the hell? Nakaya. Ma'am, I've been here for how long? And you still. <laughs> Never mind. Are you serious? They were dumb. And that's how come they would get it each and every time. I don't know who you're talking to. And I be, because she'd be going right down that road. Boop, 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 boop. When they boop, did that to boop, me. Boop. I would ignore. I would just ignore, and then they would consider me being disrespectful or being one of the kids that just want to be that the outcast and get in trouble and call my mother. No, you're calling someone that is not me. My name is Jamal. Like I remember, I was in fifth. I was in fourth grade. There was two Jamals. That was rare in the same class. I was one of them. So the teacher, though, she was smart enough to go, "You're J M, and he's J D, based on our last name, our initials," and it worked. I was okay with answering JD, JM, and he was okay at answering JD. In high school, they just did what the fuck they thought they wanted to do. So I didn't answer you at all. Like, my name is Jamal. I don't know. How, and actually, when you see it other ways spelled, that's not the original according to the um, to the Arabic, like to, to the um, whole Quran and everything. Jamal is spelled J-M-A-L. But if you have another L, or an M or another A to make elongate the word and pronunciation wise, that's still fine. But mine's is the original, and it's I'm okay with that. Like you don't gotta be, you don't gotta try to remix mine because you can't pronounce and break down your fucking syllables. Break down your syllables, Nikita. Then you're the, and they're the, and they're the teacher. How about those apples? And you was and they was dumb, stupid, just dumb. They did me wrong when I was growing up. Yeah, they did. Jamel, Jermal, Jemel. How you go, Jemel? Like so, Jam, J A M, and they then they go Jemal. Just say Jamal because if you gotta break your syllable down like that, why is it so hard? It is Jamal. I don't have two L's. But what the fuck is the problem? Like now you would be supposed it. to be teaching me English, and your ass don't even understand the English language of syllables. Nick, right. bitch. Nick. I thought it was so stupid. Count it's it ja out. Jamal. Mm mm. Ja. They couldn't see that. And that's it. why y'all gotta okay. add extra syllables. Where did this extra syllable come from? Yeah, like you just put some shit up in there. How you get Jamil where there's no I? How you get Jamal when there's no E? 
But yeah, I was Jamal Jamil if I would have answered to them, but I was not that type. If you don't give me heaven, I raise hell until it's Hello. heaven. You're going to give me where what my name is. You're not going to give me, you're not going to just give me any old thing. I'm supposed to go with the flow. I don't understand that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That's just like when the doctor told me, you're not going to be able to walk again. You're not going to be able to drive again. You're not going to be able to even talk normally. You might forget everything you know. I said, oh yeah, maybe today, but not always. If you don't give me heaven, I raise hell until it's heaven. So that's what I did. Tell me no, and I'm going to prove to you 99 reasons why it's a yes for me. Is it no for you? Oh, it's a yes for me. No problem. That's like in a documentary. It started with a hurricane. Period. And then how'd it end up? The levees broke. Then the levees broke. It started with a hurricane, then the levees broke. The hurricane was them. They were saying, all oh, this is going to be in my world. I'm going to be forgetful. I'm going to be disabled. I'm going to be with a cane. I'm going to be able to walk. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to be able to drive again. I'm not going to be able to do complete sentences and all this stuff like that. And then, okay, oh, I'm not? The levees broke. Now it's on. Mm. I flooded them with all this right here. What you see, master reset. I flooded them with all abundance of what they said I couldn't have. And I wouldn't do. And now period. look at you. Walking miracle, period. Yeah. And I'm still you know chicken what? and hoe. Don't get that twisted. Fred, we were just about to end when that good knowing here you come. And I'm still a chicken head hoe. And don't forget it, period. Period. Come on, let me show the extra friend. Yes, let them know. Hey, let's celebrate. Talk, toast to the good times, baby. Oh, the bad man. times, the good times, because they made us who we are. Oh, friend, we gained I'm something. I'm All right, oh. boom, boom, I'm boom. Toast it up, hey. Toast it up to our reset. Then we made it because we made it. We owned our reset. We mastered our reset. And because of our reset, we here right now. We made it. And we want to encourage others to join the movement and get your piece of the master reset. Everyone That's deserves right. one. Everyone needs one. And it's light at the end of the tunnel. Just embrace your reset. It's coming. God trying to tell you about your reset. God trying to show you about your reset. God trying to warn you about your reset. Embrace that feeling. Embrace that change because it's coming. It's coming for everybody who wished for one. And that's on period. And with that, we are going to say goodnight because that is definitely on period. So good night, y'all. Period. period. And Next Mary week. had a little lamb. And on Mary had a little lamb. Whose fleece was white as snow. Y'all better get it right. I ain't say feet, fleece. Hmm. Just saying. And on that, yeah, I kind of remember a little bit of it, but I'm not even gonna hold you and act like I do. But good night, y'all. I learn about time we come on next time and I make sure I could do it. Boom, boom, boom. And I could be in sync with my friend. We're gonna get it together. We got a routine. We gotta get it together. Cause I'm yeah, a little bit right. You Okay, friend. I'm gonna need you to know Mary had a little language. Maybe I could whatever you say, I read it in, in Arabic or in Spanish. Okay, we that works. Two well, well, you know what? We're about to be multilingual up in here, bilingual. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we, we yeah, we, we, I've we, been we, that we, since we, a long time ago. 
But here's the thing, I'll be the translator. <laughs> My friends say it in English and I'll say it in Spanish or I'll say it in Arabic. That's on the next next opportunity. Um, and I, but I gotta remember the words first, friend, because I kind of am dated. Friend, I'm you dated, got but I'm not dated. All right, you got two weeks to get your life together. Next week, we're doing a women's panel the same way how I did the men. Oh, that's gonna be lit. Yeah, we can't in wait. I wish I could be on it, but just like mute, mute, block, block. I don't want to be on it, on it. But maybe wait, cause I I never been a spectator like on the common. Like, I, I you I, got I, it. You gotta figure out how I'm gonna do that. I'm not got really it. a spectator person. I'm like more like, hey, ladies, what's up? Well, I'm a lady boy, so why can't I? Okay. You know what, friend? Come on, we we will be back next week. Okay, with the yeah, good women. Be back. With the good women and friends panel. And lady lady boys. Sweet Jesus. Lady boy pant. You know what? Goodbye, y'all. No, I'm not going to come on. I'm not going to disrespect. It is about the ladies. They need their time. They deserve their time. The most underrated species on this planet. They need their flowers, period. And I can't compare where I don't. I can't compete where I don't compare. I cannot birth anything. So therefore, for that sake alone, I'm going to bow out. I, I got respect. I know respect. So I can't. I look forward to watching it though. Come on, friend. I'm gonna watch it and I'm gonna comment. You will be up to date, friend. We ain't got no. We ain't got no area with that. So we yeah, will really. be bringing the ladies next week. Um, That's because I'm cutting up all my hair. Oh God! You know what, y'all? We're ending this because I can't take him and his cutting here. Next week, Wednesday, seven p.m. Ladies' night. Let's get it. Am I my sister's keeper? Ladies' night, and I'm feeling right. Oh yes, it's ladies' night. Oh what night? Oh, oh what night. Hey, good night, y'all. We love y'all. Tune in next good week. Night.